She was gone. I was alone, and I was broke. I had promised myself and Sandra not to give up, even if I didn't have anything and anyone left to live for. I had to be strong, but what was I supposed to do? Go back to Romania and have the same life as my parents? No way, that'd been worse than hell. I had no real friends in London and I definitely couldn't afford to live in a studio flat by myself. A guy from theatre lessons before all of this happened told me about his life in Hastings, a town by the sea in East Sussex in southern England. This guy was from Italy and before moving to London for job reasons he spent five years there. He told me that everything was cheaper and quieter than in the city. So I had the idea of giving it a try and start a new life there. After a month Sandra had gone, I left the apartment and thanks to the Italian guy I found a single room in Hastings where to stay. I got there and started dropping my CV at every restaurant, pubs and hotel of the town. I was confident that there I could make some friends and try to leave behind me the terrible thing that happened to my wife. I had to move on. I had to accept that she wasn't there with me fighting for a better life anymore. I wanted to succeed. I needed to. For myself. And for her. For Sandra. After a few days, a restaurant called me for an interview. They needed a waiter. That's definitely what I was looking for. Way better than a job in the kitchen. I went to the interview and I nailed it. They hired me straight away. I started a couple of days later. It was hard dealing with customers and their weird requests. Some of the customers were lovely. Others were a pain in the arse. But at least as long as I was in there focused on my job, I wouldn't think about how much I miss my wife. One night, I was heading back home from my shift. I was walking on the seafront and suddenly my heartbeat got faster and I couldn't breathe. I felt really anxious as I was about to die. I thought I was having a heart attack. I sat on a bench and, panicking, I called 999. After a few minutes, I felt a bit better, and when the ambulance arrived, after checking my blood pressure and my vitals, told me that it just been a panic attack and they let me go home. It was one of the scariest feelings I had in my entire life. Day after, happened the same exact thing in the same place same bloody feelings. I started worrying all day, every day, of having those panic attacks, with the result of not being able of getting out the house anymore. Every time I'd go out, I'd start panicking. I started calling in sick at work every day, until they told me not to bother to go back. I didn't have a job anymore. I was 
stuck in my room as I was in prison. I was not okay. Something had happened to me. One night, I realized I ran out of food, so I had to get to the nearest Tesco before it closed at 11 p.m. So I went out, and after five minutes walking, it happened again. I sat on the sidewalk trying to breathe and calm down, and one guy saw me and came up to me asking if I was okay. He had a weird accent, probably Spanish or Portuguese, I couldn't tell at the time. The guy was Jaime. That is where it all started. The reason why now I'm here recording the story of my life with the intention of ending it.